Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I am your host, Sean Garmer. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And, well, we have one heck of a doozy today. It's uh, opening night live of Gamescom. It happened a few hours ago. We're going to talk about everything that got, you know, announced at the show, what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, what seems interesting. Uh, Embracer Group is buying everything, folks. If you didn't hear about it, you know, earlier in the week, we're going to talk about it, too. And there's uh, quite a few other things. Uh, to discuss as well and we're going to do all that right after this you are listening to video games to the max all right so well just to get this thing out of the way of course if this is your first time listening or the many a time listening or even watching us on YouTube or Twitch or wherever it is uh, that you watch, you can do so on the WTM Network YouTube channel where you get, you know, every time we do a show here, Video Games to the Max, and also uh, Todd the Cakey, they do their thing on video. And of course, rather to broadcasting as well. So Todd the Cakey is about, an- talk the Cakey is about anime. I can't talk right now. And you got all the entertainment stuff with. Mr. Radlich, as um, I think they just did another review right before we started recording. So uh, there will be certainly something out there for you guys to listen to or watch if you prefer. And of course, you can go to that last word on gaming.com, wtn.com as well, and check out those things there. And we are available on podcasts. If you're watching, we do. It does come out a little bit faster on on the YouTube. Um, so you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, we'll get a little bit faster. But we we do get an edited version on the audio uh, side and wherever there are podcasts, with Apple, Google, whatever. And if you would do us a great favor and review the show, uh, that would help us a lot, whether it's positive or negative, letting us know at least what you enjoy or don't enjoy about the show. Daniel had to be called. He was called into work, so he is not on with us here. But let's get started. This is the most recent thing. We got that opening night live of Gamescom hosted by Jeff Keighley, of course. So, I mean, in general, what did you think about what was presented? Two and a half hours. I, there was no like bangers. There was no like, oh, here's the big triple A game that we've all been waiting for. There's a lot of double A and indie stuff. I mean, anything about the show or what you thought about the show stand up? Uh, I mean, the trailers were mostly fine. Uh, let's see. That Kojima thing was a nightmare. Um, and that co host was insufferable. <laughs> I have I've not understood this thing that he's been doing where we do awards for things that are not out yet. It's like I get E3 does awards as well, but yeah. I don't know. It's just they're not needed on this opening night live thing. Like if you want to announce it later on Twitter or whatever, then cool, you know, but like I don't really see the point of doing these or like you know, um, the game that PS5 owners want to see, like on their console. It's like that you know that's not already on there. It's like who cares, you know? Like yeah, it's like none of that was God of War. So I mean, come on. 
Uh, it's, it doesn't. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm cool with having somebody that you want to, you know, do your like announcements or promotions or whatever. If if that's what you need to do, and we know Jeff Keighley is all about that, uh, he's got to pay for this thing somehow. But just ah, the awards thing is kind of like uh, I need a I need something to to kind of you know take some or, of the time give me a break like, yeah the, the the green award it's like who cares yeah know, really yeah i don't know just don't I, mean, I thought like i said i thought that i mean nothing against her personally but that female coach host was terrible also like she was like looking at her cue cards every three seconds <laughs> and it's like i think i looked her up on twitter and she's like see she said like oh x uh counter-strike 1.6 player and I'm thinking, no, like you're too young for that. And then yeah. also, like, I I don't know if you need to be briefed more on this, or, or if you're just like bad at your job, or you know what. But you know, put in a little preparation, charge, you know, do something. Yeah, uh, it, th- that's weird that like you have such a big event and you're not going to be prepared where you're just reading off. Cue cards, I guess maybe it's also just making sure you don't mess up on anything. Maybe, yeah, I mean, or, yeah. Then just use, like, a teleprompter, you know? like uh, Maybe it was too expensive to have a teleprompter. I don't I don't know. Like, could they only have one for Keeley and they didn't want to put in her know, stuff he, as well? I don't. Well, he had cue cards, too, but he wasn't, yeah. like, glancing at it all. Like, I had to, like, look for yeah. his because he wasn't, like, right. doing it all the time. So, yeah. And, I mean... This isn't, like I said, I'm not picking on this woman specifically because THQ had that one, or, you know, I think it was Embrace or whatever, had that one like two weeks ago, or last, yeah, last week, sorry, that was also bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you come to expect that from them. I mean, it's not, at least it's not as bad as the one last year where they had to set a bunch of talking and hardly any gameplay at all, but, uh, you know, so, I mean, what did you think about were there any like games that stood out to you from what we got to see in this big runtime or uh that life of p game seemed interesting uh that like pinocchio thing S- some of these looked really funky to me like that tilt that expand the expanse game it's like that's a pretty niche property and it's not tied in directly into the into the show so, I mean, yeah. good luck with that. I mean, I, I think the uh, the main actress is from the show, uh, right? But, like, not any of the other characters it seemed like, or like, I I guess I didn't get enough into that show to like whether her character was actually like important. But I was looking for like the main, you know, four or five crew members on uh, the the ship. I forget what it's called, the Rock Recente or something weird like that, and they aren't in there. So it's like, this is, all right, <laughs> like. Uh, that one strand, uh, I don't know, a few of the games looked interesting, like that one, uh, Returnal-looking game, you're, like, crash land on an alien planet, uh, I mean, that was kind of a few of them, actually, but... Yeah, there was a lot of that, um, <laughs> this, uh, it, it's kind of like the, the horror stuff is not going away, and then you also seem to have a lot of, oh, we're going to the aliens as well. Right. Uh. But I mean, yeah. What about you? What what looked popped out to you? Uh, I like that um, Life of P game as well. Helps that it's uh, coming to Game Pass. It looked fun. 
uh, as I'm sitting here try, trying to do something, and then of course Twitch has to have stupid audio on. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the Life of P game looked great. I'm not usually into like the big Souls stuff, but that looked like I love the the art style of it and and everything else. So that looked uh, good to me. And also, I think what um, I can't think of it. Uh, the actually, you know what? That I'm not. I'm probably not going to do anything with this game at all. But I will say the Dead Island Two uh, trailer looked interesting. I mean, <laughs> I think it's going to be a worse game, but it looked more, at least aesthetically, interesting than uh, Dying Light Two. Yeah, uh, my, I mean, my, my my problem is I know it's just going to be a huge mess when it comes out. Like. Both, you know, like stability wise and just, you know, how long it's been in development for. Like, it's going to be like a weird mishmash. Yeah, uh, for sure. I would, the thing with, uh, you know, we just saw that Saints Row got some terrible reviews. Um, yeah. As we expected, Dead Island 2 being like in development so long, maybe there's a chance they, they made it good. Um, but I, I, I'm, yeah, I would say the over under for development time should be like four years. Yeah, like if a game right. is, you know, in development longer than that, the more the longer it's in development, the worse it's going to eventually end up being. Yeah, I I agree. Um, the thing with uh, with I mean I I like the way they did the trailer at least. Um, just you know we'll have to see how that how that game pans out, but. Speaking of uh, Saints Row, I mean, I, I watched Jeff Gersman's, you know, video yeah. of, of the thing, and he pointed out for that uh, Goat Simulator Three. I think he said like, "This game looks like all the like what all the fun shit sh- that should have been in Saints Row is in this thing instead." Yeah, I saw a lot of the bugs that were having going around for Saints Row as well. Yeah, um, uh, Tales from the Borderlands Two or New Tales from the Borderlands is what they're calling it. Uh, that that might be good, but I I, yeah. I just don't have any faith in uh, Gearbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, going um, like oh, we we wrote it, we co-wrote it. It's like that's not helping your case. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you knew that the um they were kind of involved in the the one for the first one, but it was mostly Telltale people. Yeah. So it's different in that you know the comedy hits different, the writing hits different. They did have some uh, unique character choices here as well. Um, you know, the wheelchair uh, lady, and uh, didn't think I would see that, but okay. So I, I'm yeah. really dreading. Actually, I'm really dreading that character because I'm. I imagine it. She's going to be extremely over the top. Yeah, I mean, you could already tell from the trailer, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be a little bit extra there um i'd like the the cluster protocol gameplay um that looks fun i, I thought it was yeah. funny really at the end when the guy is going down the that like long tube of water or like that suit those sewers yeah he got, he, he got killed right at the end i'm just like yep this is total tomb raider all over again yeah i mean he's obviously getting killed on purpose but you know the thing is it, it didn't look that that's where i think you know, when you're using demo footage or whatever, that part of the demo didn't look very good. Um, the other part was, I thought, was was pretty good. Um, I liked the, the whole where if you don't kill the monster quick enough, they, like, transform right in front of you, freaking you out more. So 
that's always yeah. uh this is uh, a yeah. bad a bad trailer but that Gotham Knights trailer was terrible yeah it's um, like yo like i mean jeff also pointed this out but like that game is due out in 2 months they should have shown like a 5 minute demo of the tra- of like the actual game not some like sizzle reel of like oh clayface is in it it's like who cares like, yeah, in- interesting that they moved it up four days, but then you don't show you any gameplay. I guess maybe they're planning to do that because I'd imagine that game is on the floor. Yeah. So we're going to get gameplay reveals for that. Um, you know, and- since it's like WB's like only game kind of that's coming soon. Yeah. So. I know it's still got a lot of negative buzz, but I, I don't know. Sonic, Sonic Colors look still fine. You know, oh, the Frontiers, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. What is it, Sonic? Yeah, Sonic yeah. Frontiers. Yeah, sorry, yeah. not Sonic Colors, but yeah. And it's coming out this year, so right. So that's a positive. So let let's uh, run through this since it is the same night that it happened. I one of the games I was going to mention uh, that Everywhere game looks really interesting. Uh, that looks really, uh, See, yeah. I thought that. When they pitched that initially, I thought it was just going to be like G- another GTA or right. you know open world crime game. This looks like weird, like GTA mixed with like No Man's Sky. Yeah, I mean they did say they want you to be able to do everything in it. But <laughs> so, like I I guess for the trailer they showed like eighty percent of it on some like alien planet, and I was like, what what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Like, did CJ? from Saints Row get thrown into the rocket and, you know, just land on this alien planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I like his pitch was, you know, that you can, you're going to have so much creativity. You're going to have be able to go anywhere you want. Like, is it going to be one of those, like, oh, you promise a lot and you can't deliver, like No Man's Sky, and then you have to work on it? Yeah. Uh, through all these whole years? Or are you going to be able to do I'm, that after that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would expect that it's an ex uh, Rockstar Grand Theft Auto developer, so that's uh, the main guy on it. So he's used to making he's used to making those kind of games. So that's what we're he's planning on what we're getting here, but we shall see. Um, Right. But I thought he did a good job of selling it. At least Uh, interesting game to have started the I mean, show off with it was the first gameplay footage at least so that's cool yeah uh i mean that's what a lot of this whole thing felt like to me was oh there's there's um you know this x maker of this is now making this and here's this game and and uh you know so we're not getting like a lot of known properties it was a lot more of okay new ip or new game being made or a game that you kind of knew about, but it's not absolutely huge. I think really Callisto protocol might've been the biggest game that's there uh, on the show. Quite honestly, Um, that's not bad. It's just, just setting people's expectations that maybe are listening and didn't watch this. Yeah. This is not a game awards where they try to actually have, you know, the big, yeah, the biggest like, hits, it, but it also is not yeah. like some super indie thing either. So that it, no, it's it, not. It rides a happy medium, you know, as far as a few big games are relatively big, and then 
you know, moving out to and shit like that. <laughs> and they they are going to have uh, their own like indie showcase thing. I think on Wednesday they said so. Um, of course, this is like all week. I think it ends on Saturday. So we'll have by the time you know whether we do a show on Sunday or we do another, sh- you know, just do it on Tuesday. We'll have plenty to talk about from all the things that are going to get shown off on this thing. Um, it's basically I, like E3 in August. Yeah, I swear to God that high on life game better have like a mute function for the your guns and shit. Oh, I'd imagine not because that's the whole point of having the face on the gun is oh hey this gun talks to you and not only that and, but your other weapons apparently as well talk to you. Yeah, so. I mean they, they showed they've shown footage of other weapons that have other faces on them. So yeah, they're more different personalities, but no, that that main gun or that guy is too annoying. <laughs> yeah, also like that footage that they showed I I don't know what you're supposed to be doing there. Like I mean it was a boss like I I felt that pretty closely just a boss fight. I like, at least they showed yeah. actual gameplay. You know, that looked actually like you know like a boss fight in that game you know swinging around well, no, and... yeah it, but it felt like he's doing a heck of a lot more dodging than he is shooting so um gonna be like, interesting I, it, it didn't look like your pea shooter was doing much like it only it looked yeah it seemed scripted and like you can only attack only do damage at certain points like you're watching the trailer and like yeah attacks take off like a percentage point like one point but then yeah, yeah once it got in like some certain phase you suddenly took off like 25 percent of its health and that's like, what? Right. <laughs> and then he has that thing that like causes them to jump around or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's like yeah. a combination like uh grappling hook and like shield or like it, it could like counter energy shots. So Yeah. I mean it just reminded me of like some some weapon from like Earthworm Gym 2. Yeah. Like the snot rocket that or the, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there I is know. definitely some inspiration from Earthworm Gym in here. And it was, that was yeah. just good. I mean it reminded me a lot of that uh Oh, that that one game me and Yens played. Uh, it was a Stadia game, or I mean, I went to Stadia as all, as well. They're gonna make a sequel, like a first person game, like exploration based, but it had a bunch of like kind of goofy shit in it as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come to you at uh, sometime during this show. Yeah, oh, I can always just look it up, but I don't care that much. <laughs> uh, there's uh, the Dune Awakening game. I uh, got a trailer. Uh, so it's open world survival MMO set in the Dune universe. Um, How do you even do that? You know, it's not like, I mean, Dune has a few books to it, but they're all like, in, in, they're all pretty story focused or like how many Paul, you know, I'm a level 18 Paul. Well, you're level, th- my friend is level 37 Paul. It's like, okay. <laughs> Are they just going to have, I guess, a created character probably? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you do for factions in that game? Or, you know, like, well, oh, I'm part of the evil faction, you know, intentionally. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it just, it looked interesting. Uh, we'll yeah. see. It's a short snippet, so it's not like you're going to yeah, get Yeah, they just showed, like, yeah, CGI trailer, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you feel about the whole, like, Dune franchise as a whole i mean i know the apparently the movie was actually pretty good so i've only i only saw the old the first movie the one with uh, patrick stewart it was fine okay it, it was pretty truncated but you know 
Yeah, All I right. mean, it is a big, big book. So. Right. Uh, but, I mean, it looks at least, you know, it looks um, interesting from what we saw, but obviously they have a lot more uh, to go on it still. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get more as uh, time goes. I thought the they took off the two, but the the Lords of the Fallen um, looked interesting. With that Had, sweet uh, Danzig song. Yeah, right? Um the music definitely had me paying attention, uh, for sure. I always meant to play the first one, and I kind of heard it was um, what, kind Lord of okay. Fallen? Yeah, the first no, it, of the it's Fallen. bad, and oh, you wouldn't bad. like it okay. uh, because okay. it's a, it's a pretty naked uh, Dark Souls clone. Okay, so Dark Souls. I thought it was an RPG. No, no, but yeah, I mean, let me look it up. But I think it's maybe the same guy who did like the Surge. Uh, Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, then. yeah. Deck 13. Yep. 20, yep. 2014. I got like mid 70s, you know. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, yep. Dark Soul clone. Or they, yeah. they call it action RPG, like what you're thinking of, but it's not. Right. It's very animation heavy. And yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, at least they did a good job in uh, getting you to pay attention to it and then. It, it's a very well done trailer. Um, I, I don't know why uh, Jeff Keeley with his like, oh, this is one of the his lines of, oh, you've been waiting for this game for a very long time. It's like, have we really been waiting for this? Uh, I don't know a lot of people that have, but sure, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people forgot about it. So. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I would say that's or that's or more didn't remember, even remember the first game because I think like right. Jeff didn't even know what that was or yeah. <laughs> I remember that they had announced the Lords of the Fallen 2, but then I was like, until he mentioned, I was like, oh, okay, that's the second game. They just took the number two off. Yeah. Like, okay, now I get it. Um, but yeah, it's it's fine. It, we'll, I guess, see more of it. Uh, right. Like I mentioned, the aforementioned Callisto Protocol um, gameplay. Uh, I like the stuff where you're actually killing the the, I don't know what you call those. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the stuff with the water wasn't great, but that's I'm sure that's just like a small section of the game. Most of it you're going to be doing the shooting or sneaking around killing monsters. So yeah. that's fun. Are are you interested in that game at all, or you waiting for Dead Space? Not really, because I'm, I'm I actually never played Dead Space that much. So oh, okay. I, yeah. I played Dead Space 2 on PC, and it was kind of screwed up, because they gave you, like, all the DLC weapons at the start, or all the DLC crap. Yeah. So it's like, why would I use this, like, four-slot suit when in my inventory is, like, this 26-slot suit? So it trivialized, like, most of the game. <laughs> and then after an hour, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of done. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I'm a big uh, fan of the, of the I, those games. So I respect those games from a distance. Let's say that you know, yeah. except for Dead Space Three, like one and two are pretty good. We also got the uh, one announcer from Sony, which is the DualSense Edge controller that we had talked about previously. It's their sort of uh, shot at making it the Xbox Elite controller. Their, their half-assed Elite controller. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I mean, I don't know how... Uh, they said you can swap out the analog sticks. That might be good. Yeah, they showed that in the commercial. Yeah, that you can swap them uh, out. But, like, their big thing of, like, oh, you can have custom profiles for games. It's like, who cares? Or, you know, like, what game 
Like you can do that from the system. Uh, I, system I guess for like fighting games, that would be ideal. Right? Yeah, but you can yeah. like you can do that from. I mean, every fighting game has a you know customized control option, and even from like the game, like the PS5, you can do like swap out controls. I think. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is my Street Fighter Six, you know, key configuration. But for Tekken Seven, it's you know the X's and circles swapped. <laughs> Right. Um, any thoughts on uh, the Hogwarts Legacy latest trailer? I don't know if you. Uh, it seems really dour, or like <laughs> just not colorful. You know. Yeah. Because like I, I mean, as those movie as those movies went on, they got more serious. But like, if you compare the first movie to like the last movie, it is almost completely different looking, as far as cinematography goes. Like the first movie is such a colorful like warm movie and the last movie is like such a cold and like distant and gray movie <laughs> right and it looks like they're just aping that and it's like that's not i don't know about that like <laughs> yeah I, I mean i thought it looked fine you didn't you know this wasn't like the state of play where you're getting a lot right uh from it so I, i'm not like Put it his way, I'm not like morally against the game just because whatever name is a shithead, you know. <laughs> yeah, which you know, I mean, all's fair about that. Uh, you know, we, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know really how I feel about it because I know that she's not directly involved, right? Um, so, but I know she will still get money from it. So it's one of those of. Do you support her or not? I've I'm a Harry Potter fan, so it's hard for me to like not want to play it, you know, um, just to be able to experience that. And then it kind of being like open world, create your own person. It's not really using the like a lot of the known characters or whatever. Then I think that also helps it in a way too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I kind of just want to experience it and see what it's like. I mean, all the things I've seen, it looks good. I mean, it'd be nice if there was at least one good good Harry Potter game out there. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Uh, it would be nice if it was. Um, then it'd be cool if it this one, so they can keep adding things to it since it's all, it's made in a way to where you could just add content to it and keep uh, keep exploring it. You know, so um, that. Uh, it's positive. You know, we know it got delayed. We talked about that. Actually, I think I mentioned it and then we didn't talk about it actually. Uh, it getting delayed, um, to February 10th, uh, 2023 now. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a, hopefully this date sticks so it can actually come out, but we'll see. Um, yeah. I was a fan of the moving out one game. Um, I thought there was definitely some, things they could have added to like smooth out the experience. So hopefully this is like they're overcooked to overcooked two. Uh, it's the same team. So, right. and it improves it. Uh, I don't know if you played this or not. I didn't, yeah. I didn't play the first one, but I mean, it looked fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, any thoughts on that dying late two DLC? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> like I thought it looked okay, but I didn't play Dying Light too. So, so. is it just gonna be like based in an arena? Is that? I mean, I hope not, because those are all that's that's a bad game concept, or that's an extremely shallow one. You know, 
People want to like explore and like see new shit. Did not. Oh, I'm facing wave forty eight of zombie. You know, zombies, and this one has right. two spitter zombies and three brute zombies. You know, great. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'm certainly one for the uh, Sonic Frontiers. Uh, I love how they showed the the two D stuff and then also the three D stuff. Um, yeah, I I know you were kind of down on it. No, I, I I'm I'm of a mixed idea or mixed mind because I think the open world stuff looks fine. I think the stages are going to be bad. Oh, okay, like the 3D, like the actual the open world is a great idea, but like having the you know the cyberspace stages, it's like oh it's gonna it's gonna be like you know Sonic Adventure or one of those games again. Great. Yeah. Uh I'm hoping for the best for it. Um, I'm just worried about, like, they're really wanting to make sure it comes out this year. I hope they're not rushing it. I hope it's not going to come out. When have they ever rushed a Sonic game out before? (laughs) Well, (laughs) just this year, and we saw what happened with that. (laughs) Except for, you know, yeah, Collection, then Rise of Lyric, and the Sonic 2006. I mean, except for those three examples. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and then we saw what happened with uh, Battle Wonderland, where... You know, uh, he asked for more time, and they said no, and then it comes yeah, out a buggy mess. Yeah. That was at least Square's mistake, not Sega's for once. So yeah, but still, I'm just saying in general, um, not great. Hopefully, they're not rushing it out, and hopefully that you know it is going to be cool when it does come out. Uh, you know, there's that Goat Simulator three. Um, that looked really bananas. Like yeah. even more, you know. Even more bananas than it, uh, you know, you normally get with the goat simulator. So, um, one, I mean, I, I know, you know, they're kind of on the bad list as well as far as uh, developers go. But uh, under the waves, I was kind of interested in it. Um, it's a quantic dream game, so take it what yeah. you will. Yeah, I, I don't mind them. I mean, they might have a shitty you know, company um, mindset or, you know, culture, but it's not worse than, like, you know, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, company culture is, uh, they are, you know, do pretty great narrative games. Um, I mean, it also seemed a lot, it seemed like a weird, like, third person, like, Bioshock also. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but it also kind of gave me the the vibes of, like okay, well, we got some Abzu in here with seeing the the creatures yeah, the and everything, yeah, yeah. the wildlife, and so I, I'm down uh, for that uh, as well. You know, like I, I that's something that we're seeing a lot of having these like just experiences, game experiences that are very rather unique. We saw that a lot, I think, in this as well. Um, Moonbreaker was another one that I was like, okay, I could be down with this. Um, you know, this uh, Moon- is uh, interesting. <laughs> Moonbreaker just seemed extreme. It didn't seem shallow, but it seemed very uh, like by the numbers almost. Or like just, I've seen that type of game before. And then, yeah, like it, it just seemed like, uh, what is that? That toy soldiers game. Just with more, like, more fantasy stuff. Okay. And not, obviously yeah. not. Uh, tower like tower defense, but just XCOM or 
like light strategy. <laughs> yeah, uh, he definitely mentioned XCOM in it there with the, the strategy elements. You know, you can see it with sort of like the chess pieces moving around, like you right. mentioned, like toys kind of. The thing that really made me think of was that one level in Psychonauts 1, the, you know, the board game one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because they do look at their kind of like pieces on a board game moving around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this could be fun. Sure. I just got to see more of it, hoping it's not like a one-trick pony kind of thing. Is that the one yeah. where, yeah, that that was the one with that author dude, right? Yes, uh-huh. And the it, author it's like, at how, the beginning. Uh-huh. how much of a story is this thing going to have, you know? <laughs> or, like, because yeah. it seemed to me like some multiplayer shooter or, like, you know, or some, not you know, not some story-heavy thing. <laughs> right, and also, like, you're kind of building your own, you know, you can build your own uh, characters or whatever, and, and yeah. also, like, your own, I guess, deck in a way. So um, that's going to be interesting how all that happens. Uh, I just think it's a, it's a neat concept sure. uh, making their, you know, coming from the Sonata, uh, you know, Subnautica team. So I mean, nice it's different. Them. I'll give them that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. You would think, okay, we're going to kind of stay in the same vein, maybe just a little bit uh, different experience. And no, they just went totally different uh, for that. Yeah. Um, they showed more return to monkey Island. I'm always down for that. Screw I know you guys are excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw the people that decided to, you know, make Dan, you know, the creators. It's coming out, of, it's yeah, coming it's, out soon. Like, sooner yeah, next than I month. thought. Or, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, th- I think they might have moved it up because I swear it was coming out the end of September. Now it's like the third week, like December, September 21st or something. So that's, that's pretty quick. Um, Another one that I, uh, we mentioned Liza P. Um, I thought this was one of the more like when you're talking about just straight up, like the way the trailer was done. Um, I thought it was one of the more just standout ones, I think, from the show that we've seen it before. So it's not like it's totally brand new or anything, but just really liked the setting. Um, And just uh, seeing the the uh, I guess the gameplay parts of where she's just like taking that hammer and just smashing the whatever that is that she's attacking. Uh, yep, totally cool. And I'm I'm wondering what the the thing with her and the if the her and the elder lady is gonna mean anything for the story or if that's just <laughs> for the trailer. But yeah, um, I don't know because Neo is is not one of those devs that I think people know from a lot of stuff. So if they can really knock this out of the park, I think it could uh, really help their level, um, you know, give them a lot more notoriety for one. So, yeah. I, any, any thoughts on the game in, in general or like anything you, you liked about it or which, which game? Sorry. The lies of P. Oh yeah, I said it earlier. Yeah, it looked cool. Uh, I mean, it looks like you know, Dark Souls, you know, American McGee's Alice or something. Or, you yeah, know. that I like that, like sort of like a it darker looked, Victorian. It did thing. look more kind of action focused than like a typical Demon Souls or Dark Souls, at least. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I'm sure I'll, I, I may play it. I know Yendo play it. I'm, I'll be curious if you play it, like if you can get into it or not. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely be checking out this on Game Pass. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping that it's one that I will keep going with and liking because a lot of the Dark Souls ones I don't. Right. So, uh, another one that I thought was interesting was the Atlas Falling. At least the trailer looked kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's sort of like an old Assassin's Creed vibe, sort of, with the, the hooded people. Um, I don't know what you think. Uh, that's the that, one where, like, they're in the desert. and Yeah, that, that was a sand yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah, they should just, they should, we saw she just bought and call it Prince of Persia. <laughs> or pr- <laughs> Princess of Persia, really. Right, yeah. Uh, um, we missed that stranded alien dawn thing for a second. Yeah. I wanted to like that until I saw the gameplay, and it's like, oh, it's a survival game, or it's like, it's, and then I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. I thought if it was going to be like Returnal or something like action adventure or something, I'd be like, all right, I'm on board. But, you know, having to like cultivate crops and, you know, build walls and shit, I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm good. I thought about that too. I was like, I wonder if this is the one that uh, Mark likes. And there you go. You gave me. The FMV was, or the, the opening yeah. cinematic was. <laughs> um, we got both of the uh, Genshin Impact devs, the Honkai Star Rail, and more Genshin Impact stuff. I'm kind of intrigued with the Hong, uh, Honkai Star Rail um, premise, but if it's very much like Genshin Impact, then that's going to be a no for me, because I'm not yeah. with the gotcha stuff. Right. Um, no doubt that they have have come upon uh, a great, uh, you know, premise or An whatever. Addiction, yeah. <laughs> or a... uh, yeah. I mean, at least with like the setup of having the the anime aesthetic, and then just saying, "Okay, cool, here we are." Um, yeah, you know, uh, what there's. There was a lot in here. That, so, um, that Scars yeah. Above game is, is the Eternal game I was thinking of. Yeah, okay, that's it, what that was. Yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. I mean, hopefully it's good. Uh, what you, would you think of the killer clowns from outer space getting a game after... Um, who cares? Yeah. Like, wait, what's next? Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? You know, another plant for zombies thing? I, You know, I, I would have more excitement but they're like oh it's another you know i don't know if it's 4v1 but another multiplayer shooter and it's like yo i'm tired of this please stop it yeah uh it feels like they're trying to bring that back now and it's one of those where i don't know that we need to like go that route yet we don't have enough games that are you know really doing this where they're doing the dead by daylight and everybody's knocking out of the park. I think you still have a lot more failures than. Oh yeah. Totally. Than, yeah. Uh, I mean, the the most I would care about is that evil dead one. Cause they have some type of single player, but I've heard it's like really messed up or hard, like basically like impossible to do. So I'd say that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, uh, what was it as well? The, uh, the Fallout and Skyrim devs making a the new RPG they call they call Weird Weird Song. Yeah, they had a really yeah. bad font. So, 
yeah, you couldn't tell what it's supposed to say, but um, interesting, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about Gotham Knights. Age of Empires 4 got two new classes, and there's also rumors that it's going to be on Xbox at some point. Uh, they still haven't officially announced that yet. Um, hey, and Hideo Kojima is going to have his own podcast now. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. I mean, a new rule. If you're going to have these conventions or these expos, unless that dude is going to show a game or a show a trailer, he should not be invited. Yeah. Not with... Uh, yeah, that's a problem. Not, not Keely, with Keeley, though. Yeah, like, they're all Keely's like buddy-buddy. And it's like, oh... We need Hideo Kojima to be out to waste everyone's minute time for a minute or two. Like I'm surprised he didn't talk about start talking about it, like his new leather jacket or something. I mean, say what you want, and he is a creep and somewhat bad character. But at least when like Randy Pitchford was on stage, he announced a fucking game. He didn't say, "Look, oh, I'm going to do a magic show for five minutes and waste everyone's time." <laughs> uh yeah. Um, at least, at least it was quick, right? It was like yeah. It, it was... I mean, it was only like thirty seconds or like barely a minute, but still, it's like. Quit, quit teasing the audience. I know you think you're like some great, you know, avant-garde director or whatever, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, um, it was pretty just uh, an ad for Spotify. Let's be real. <laughs> so plus, it's uh, like, you know, he can't speak English, or you know, he can't. Like, how listenable is this going to be to like the, the Western audience? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he will have someone. Well, have a translator, or I mean, English, yeah, but yeah. like. Believe me, it's not going to be what everyone thinks, what everyone wants it to be. Like, let's say that. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the not roller coaster tycoon, that, but park? That actually kind of cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'll like it just because I, I just can't get into those games. But it looked like a yeah. more like fantastical version of Planet or uh, Planet Coaster. But like the trailer was weird. Because they only showed like the actual designing for like a second, and then they had that like that weird, like you know, me- like meeting with like them designing this like roller coaster with like playground shapes or like you know just like cardboard and shit like that. And it's like, is this how it's gonna be like in the game, or like why are you showing this? Like, why don't you just show off like the actual in-game editor for like a, a minute and? You know, that would have been fine. I mean, they kind of did. Like... Yeah, like, briefly, though. Like, they that, you know, the clubhouse or, like, you know, the marketing de- or the uh, advertising department, you know, thing was, like, a lot more of it. We missed, uh... <laughs> or you missed when, when, uh, that where, uh, where Wins Meet game. That was really cool, actually. Yeah, the... the- Medieval the China Chinese. game, yeah, that yeah. looks really good too. Um, I, I guess it's like action based, or well, it looked like a much faster and like much more. Uh, I wouldn't say like entirely supernatural, but like a much more slightly supernatural version of like Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, because you're at one point you're facing this like big. It's not like a, it's not like a monster, but like this big ogre looking dude or whatever. So that looked interesting, and like you're like running across the water, you know. Oh, the running across the water part was like, oh, all right, this is uh, this is pretty awesome here. There's, you know, at one, I, point, I, you turn, at one point you turn into Sonic the Hedgehog, and 
No, and who knows what there's going to be. Like, it looks like there's some story to this, perhaps. Um, I mean, it looks like you're so. probably trying to get those seven or whatever, those swords and that fall from the sky, and that one lady is like your nemesis, or one of them at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the part where he's like running at the ship and everything else. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see how much is in this, uh, apart from the where they actually fight each other, but it looks looks really good and I'm sure that they will show more of it uh, throughout the week because it was probably uh, one of the better games shown off here. And another game that I thought was pretty interesting as well was the Phantom Hellcat with the like sort of like 2D, 3D hybrid um, hack and slash combat always down for those games. So yes, that's okay. Yeah. Um, You got another word tied. 40k dark hammer trailer uh that recently got delayed we talked about it um they showed off that door romantic coming to switch pretty briefly uh and then black tail which has the where you're whether you're the good or the bad witch um and then outlast trials which looks certainly rather (laughs) outlasty um I was uh, freaked out by parts of it. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about that Island 2, and that was the uh, sort of the one more thing uh, deal. Yeah, that was the last time they showed because, you know, they've been wanting it for, you know. Yeah, and then they <laughs> it also leaked earlier, you know. We, so it, it makes sense that they wanted to kind of showcase that. That's also coming. In February as well, I think like a week before, uh, what was the game that uh, Hogwarts? So right. it'll be interesting if all these games stick to their release date, if that's coming or not. Um, but overall, I thought the show was was good. It wasn't great. Um, it wasn't a snooze fest. Everything kind of kept going pretty quick. They didn't blast it out with ads. They had the the one like Red Bull ones and stuff like that but it wasn't like oh my god this is an ad fest you know right um they didn't he like introduced most of the trailers so it wasn't like oh here's five trailers in a row and then he comes out and says something else like yeah i mean he was yeah he was there for like i don't know 75 percent of it yeah uh um, that woman was there for only like 20 like 25 and yeah, or less than that. Yeah. <laughs> she was only like, um, there for like, she announced like one or two trailers, but she was mainly there for like the, like the award stuff. The award stuff, exactly. He, I thought he did a really good job of not overdoing it with the devs as well, because as much as you want to hear them talk, you also don't want it to be too much. Right. Um, on these, like, you know, E3 type shows, it's like you just want the trailers and the, the gameplay and, and to be able to see that stuff yourself. You know, that's what Gamescom is for. You can then watch the individual games that you're interested in. And if you well, want to hear the devs talk about it, you can. You know? at, at no point did Glenn Schofield flip off the camera, so that was good. Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> at least he didn't do that. Um, so... There's also yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'd say I'd probably give like a B minus. You know. Yeah, I was just gonna go with a firm, just C. 
Uh, it was way better than Summer Games Fest. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would be nice if he had a way to sort of distance these out a little bit more. I get what he's going for, but it's like you have the summer one and then like two months later you have this and then you have Game Awards at the end. Right. And like it would be good if he could have one like in March or something. Well, that's uh, what happens when he, when he took over. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like where there's like at least space between where you could be like, oh, they really could have had dev time with these games. Uh, you know, but for what it is, um, I thought it was, it was pretty good and an enjoyable show. I didn't, it didn't feel like some of these that he's done, oh my, by that, by that like hour, hour and a half market going, oh my God, I still got an hour of this. Like, right. um, this one did not feel that way. I didn't feel the two hours and 15 minutes or whatever. So. Good on Jeff for learning and taking uh, taking feedback and, and taking it to the heart there. Yeah. So um, another one of those, this basically happened like after <laughs> we did the episode. Uh, Embracer Group just decides to buy a bunch of crap at like midnight is right. when the announcements started hitting Eastern time. <laughs> so... Um, the the big thing is that they now own Middle Earth Enterprises, which they own basically the IP rights to everything Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit except for the books. So, yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty huge thing in itself. With this also includes that Rings of Power show that's about to debut on Amazon, and then you have you have. Uh, you know, limited run games as well, Tuxedo Labs. Yeah, that was kind of, well, Lord of the Rings is obviously the big one culture-wise, but limited run is kind of the big one to me, personally. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to be interesting, like, they've already kind of started expanding beyond just, like, okay, the obscure indie game that, you know, doesn't have a a physical release to, like, now we're doing this with a lot more games. Like, are they right. going to even expand this even further now or are they just buying it and letting them do their own thing like what are they get that's the interesting one i think to me like what are they going to do with that i think a lot of companies like limited run at least initially because they were independent right you know, like konami for example like it'll be right. interesting to see if you know they still have those relationships going forward or like you know ea <laughs> like no yeah i this is one of those, I think people are going to be watching closer, like what happens to Limited Run once they like actually officially own it and, and what Embracer Group will do. Obviously, Embracer Group now has to figure out like everything for the Lord of the Rings. They were talking about possibly doing like solo movies with, you know, Gandalf and Erwin and other characters. I mean, would you want to see that? No, I don't <laughs> want to see that fucking Gollum game. <laughs> no, yeah, the Gollum game, I'm, I don't have a lot of faith in, but I mean, it's you know. a problem of you know Tolkien only wrote or only yeah he only wrote four books, and they keep mining it to death. You know, oh, I wrote this yeah. one sentence in the third book. Let's build a show around it. It's like or not, like yeah. I mean, not. and then you also have like movies that were pretty much just amazing the adaptation like, yeah, yeah. Like, so like what are you gonna do with that 
Um, and then he had three more, three more movies that weren't the perfect adaptation, but yeah, still reasonably okay. <laughs> right, exactly. Like once you edit it, edit it, da- it down correctly. I mean, yeah, so. I, I guess there are just more. I mean, there are more fantasy books or fantasy series out there, you know, that have a lot more material to deal with that could be bought for a lot less money than, you know, Lord of the Rings. The Lord right. of the Rings has obviously the, the big name attached to it, but. It's such a, I think, like a creatively, like shallow thing to try to keep going back to. Uh, and the, I mean, that when Rings of Power crashes and burns, <laughs> you know, you'll. You think that's what's going to happen? You're not. You don't oh, have yeah. any faith in it at all. I mean, Yen's is all pumped up because the soundtrack is great, but like that, that's his sole reason for watching the damn show. And I'm like, that's not enough of a reason for <laughs> anyone sane. Like the fact that this thing has no big names attached to it has a lot of, uh, good or not, woke politics involved in it. And that it's involving characters that no one, like they're just making up shit along the way. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm interested in it. I'll probably watch a few episodes, see how it goes, and then go from there. Um, I'm not like the biggest Lord of the Rings person, but you know, I like the movies well enough and always yeah, wanted to give something. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if the cast from those were in this thing? <laughs> I mean, if you're Amazon, do you really want to pay all those people? That was funny. You're Amazon. Uh, you have that. But yes. Like, <laughs> no, but I think it's just, they, everybody wants to, nobody else wants to do the Disney thing of, Let's pay these people to be in the show and the movie. Yeah, um, and then everyone yeah. wonders why Disney then is like the number one rated entertainment, you know, powerhouse. Like yeah, because they spend the money, you know. Right. I mean, it's like, oh, WB. We don't want to have the same actors be in the movie as they are the ones in the TV show, or they're not even going to run in the same universe. So, whatever. You know, they're not going to tie together at all. So, yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. Uh, Tripwire Interactive, who are known, I guess, most recently for Maneater and Killing Floor. Um, they also had the terrible, uh, was it like manager that was. Yeah, just, uh, CEO. Yeah. Here's yeah. a big uh, anti abortion nut that they quickly fired or quickly. Uh, yeah. Have to step aside. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so now Embracer owns them. Uh, they own a company called Centrix that is mostly known for like karaoke uh, stuff. Uh, their first Japanese studio, Tatsujin, which uh, is founded by the Toaplan's co-founder. Uh, they are like a shoot up. They make shoot 'em up games, uh, Bitwave games, which is a Swedish studio. They make kind of like retro type games. Uh, Geotech, and then another company within the PC console gaming that they could not disclose, but it was the third or fourth up there with the third or fourth of these transactions. Um, they're also out, you know, launching Embracer Free Mode, which is going to focus on retro, classic, and heritage gaming categories. That's what some of like um, the, le- the more, in- the more lesser known stuff is going to like fall underneath umbrella wise. <laughs> And then I saw someone post that they have like, what is it, two hundred and fifty studios, or is I it think games it was like in 12, development? 
I think it was like 12,000 employees. I don't know how many like, actual studios they have. Because it's not like they own 250 developers. But, you know, yeah, a lot of, it, even like half of this shit you just listed isn't like game development, per you know, per se. Yeah. No, like but Centric, I mean. Well, Syntrix is like, oh, vocal processing or, you know, an audio company. It's like their stuff may be in games, but they're not making games. <laughs> yeah, it was something that I saw that I was like, okay, no, they have 120 game development studios, yeah. 230 games in development, a stable of 850 IPs, and they have more than 12,750 employees in more than 40 countries. Wow. Like, they are quickly, like, buying themselves into... Well, I mean, they've already bought themselves into the industry, oh. but, like, they're pretty much buying themselves into being one of the biggest... Speaking, speaking uh, of that, because we talked about it briefly like last week, that Play On or Cock Media Group, whatever the fuck they're called now, now they are owned by Embracer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they are. It's just the I think the the PR people that work with yeah they like to like really separate yeah. it out or like keep it yeah. segmented. But yeah, like Embracer, I mean, strictly IP wise or even flight development wise, they're probably like the biggest company. Yeah, I mean, but Tencent, like, I think. Tencent is bigger from a financial standpoint, right? But like they only make it like they don't own a ton, ton of developers. But the problem, yeah. Well, Tencent just owns like parts of certain developers as well. Yeah, they don't. Like, yeah, know, yeah, they just so. they don't like own a ton of people outright. But the problem with this Embracer thing is a lot of their games just aren't good, or like aren't. Yeah, as good they as have they a lot be. of the double A. And then they wind if, up if, being the double A games where they're I mean, like kind of okay. If, if that, because look at like Saints Row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Saints Row is a, supposed to be a triple A game that was made in a double A way. And look at the, look what you got out of it. I, you know, I saw some review. I think it might have been Ars Technica, or I think it might have been like some YouTuber also. But they pointed out that like, the game just looks and feels cheap. Like the, yeah. the guy, the YouTuber I was watching, he was going through this mission where he's like infiltrating this like enemy base, and there's like no music going on at all. And like that was one of the standouts of Saints Row three and four. Like not every mission, but like but like the key missions had like you know Kanye West power playing, or you know holding out for a hero, or Saints Row four also had some like really great music. And this thing right. just has like nothing. Mm-hmm. I so like what do you think we can expect at all from like them owning the Lord of the Rings IP? Do you think we both see those solo movies? Do, do you think that now we're gonna see more Lord of the Rings games? I mean, what games for sure? I mean, that Gollum game is you know damn near done or probably almost done. Uh, I don't. I I just don't. I I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, think movie, I think movies will be really bad. Let's just say that. And they already have this Amazon show, so they can't make another one of those. I mean, make another Lord of the Rings cartoon. <laughs> yeah, um, there's that. Or make like awesome. another good uh, Mordor game. <laughs> yeah, I could see them doing that. Um, uh, I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings person, so I'm not even going to start imagining what they could be doing with that. But I, it's just such a huge thing that they own that now. Like, I really want to see what they're 
hopefully they're going to be selective and really take their time about what they're going to do and not just, you know, license out. Oh, they're Star, War- Star Wars it and just shit out as much as they can. As quickly yeah, as like, don't do that, you know. Um, but, I mean, what do you think from this purchase, I guess? It, anything stand out to you as far as, like, what they could do with what that studio does? Or uh, I know Limited Run has had some issues recently with, like, Yeah, production. they keep delaying. Yeah. So if yeah. they got that squared away, that would be good. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot more of their games will have like bigger special editions, or you know, they'll have a part. They'll have a part of it, right? Uh, I mean, if you look at it right now, like they they're still taking pre-orders on Azure Striker Gunvolt Three's physical, uh, Doom sixty four getting a physical like special edition thing. Shantae's like twentieth anniversary statue yeah. with the you know, with the games, like all that stuff still has pre-orders outstanding. And then there's other stuff that they're done doing the pre-orders. They just can't get the uh, production done. Well, I got, yeah, uh, I got I me. Mean, I got, I put something that Castlevania thing, but they didn't have like a release date or like an, even like a hopeful announce date. So yeah, I mean, that'd, uh, that'd be nice or just getting that more on track. I think at one point they had Tripwire had announced that they were making a Manator three two sorry or yeah they, yeah because that game did pretty well or surprisingly well <laughs> yeah um, you know they also published uh, Chivalry two uh, which I think is their most recent one yeah so um, yeah I mean they don't have the greatest track record for you know they kind of. If you're looking at sort of like based on review scores, I guess their highest rated games are the Rising Storm series and then their first game, I think Red Orchestra. Um, and I think like the Killing Floor games kind of do okay. You know, Man Eater was sort of well ex- accepted and then it was one of the first games that was on the, the new consoles as well. So yeah. that helped it. Um, yeah, we'll have to see if they make anything else. And the other studios, I mean, that's the thing is like Embracer buys a lot of these like smaller studios, and then right, that's why they have like the huge IP thing or huge. Yeah, and then you don't hear much from them, and then all of a sudden, oh, we're making this, uh, you know, and like we saw that a little bit with the opening night lives, um, some of the em- embracer stuff. Well, they had, that, they do the, yeah, yeah. they do the yeah. really bad thing where like they announce a game and then they're like, Oh, we have, we're going to announce the game. And then they're going to, we have like the $90 special edition. And then like the, the $250, like super limited edition, but they do it for like games that no one gives a shit about or that, you know, that of course no one's going to buy that. Like, you know, Destroy all humans, like the they had like the super deluxe version of that, and like Dark Siders three, like the four hundred dollar version. It's like, are you guys, are you guys high? Like, yeah. I mean, those games aren't even if the games were good, and they weren't, or you know, they weren't like the best ever. Like, who's buying this? <laughs> like, I guess they're thinking they can either use them as like an internal studio for to help somebody else, or just maybe they'll. 
get them to make their own IP. I don't know, but it's just like, man, you're like, think about it. They have 11 operating groups within yeah. all these studios now. Like, damn, like that's, that's a lot. It's just how much are you going to be able to get all of these 230 games in development? How many of those are actually going to be hits and not just things that come out and then nobody talks about them? I mean, the funny thing, I'm looking at their like Wikipedia kind of info right now. They have a ton of assets and a ton of equity. They have like almost no income. <laughs> yeah, they gotta be in a lot of freaking debt. Um, yeah. At this point, like, uh, because it's just wow. Um, and it's again, it's not like all their games hit it out of the park. Like, if anything, very few of their games actually do. So, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, you're buying this song company. It's like, are they going to put you, put you on the map? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, their next game, I think that they're doing is the Destroy All Humans 2. Right. Right? Um, which, which, good lord. I mean, that'll sell, at, I would say, at most 100,000 copies. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the THQ Notice doing that uh, AEW game. That'll put, um, that, that'll, I mean, yeah. reviews will be the determining factor. That may sell well. Who knows? Yeah, and then you have, I mean, just... I mean, their latest game, Saints Row, ain't going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Saints Row, I mean, Saints Row will probably get people that, because I'm already seeing it, um, people that are like, oh, well, this game is just getting panned by critics and... and but it's a lot of the know. same critics who reviewed the last ones and liked them. So it's not like the critics yeah. are new or, you know, they changed. Yeah, it's not like they're being, um, you I, know... I mean, I saw Dan, what, Dan Reichert's Twitter thread. He was like, yeah, at a certain point, the game bugged out on me and destroyed all my progress, including all of my previous stage progress as well that's bad yeah yeah i mean i can i can forgive a game like a like a mission bugging out like your main save but like if it affects all of your actual auto like your previous manual saves that's fucked up yeah it's just not not positive and the the other weird thing about saints row to me i don't know did you read any of the reviews or no i read like some i listened to some reviews the, yeah. the thing I kept seeing was, like, them pointing out, like, oh, there's so much customization. Like, you can customize every 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 car, and, like, you can create, your, you know, your boss character to be, wear anything and do anything, or, you know. And I'm just thinking, that's been in every goddamn Saints Row game. Like, that's not new, you idiots. <laughs> like, they may have yeah. added more options, but, like, it's always been there. <laughs> yeah, and then also just... Uh, I hear a lot of like great things about oh it has wonderful accessibility and uh, all this stuff, but then it's like well, you know oh it's very generic, it's very uh, old style. I heard it's also like yeah. extremely empty, which made me think of like G- yeah. uh, Fallout New Vegas actually. A lot of people didn't like the characters. Um, I-, I can't comment on them. I mean the reviews didn't make weren't particularly kind to most of the, you know, your, your, the new gang, I guess. But like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, 
you know, them having accessibility options, like, oh, you can, can better, you know, you can adjust the difficulty of the enemies. It's like, okay, uh, but is the game fun? Or does it control well? Or is it not buggy? <laughs> like, because th- those are more, more important to me than having a colorblind mode or something like that, you know? Yeah. But um, I guess it's I mean, it's enough of that because we haven't played it and we're not going to get it for review, obviously. So. No, I, I tried and that was I mean they were there was a lot of people they just told no to. Yeah, I wonder uh, why. I, because they were trying to obviously control the the narrative. Yeah. Of you know what they're man. I don't know why it's so hard to find a list of games that are being made by this company like. Nobody seems to have a. They're um, pretty. They're pretty uh, shadowy, or they don't like to. You know, they're not flashy like Activision or EA or Ubisoft. You know, like yeah, like I only know. Um, they had that that Endling game is from them. It's from TSQ Nordic. The the AEW game, and then uh, the Straw Humans that's about to come out. Yeah, but like. If you sit there and you can't just be like, oh, I want to find out what games are being made by Embracer Group. It's like, you can't. Uh, they don't just right. have that available. And it's so weird compared to other companies that you can go on, like, the company's website and it's there, you know? Yeah. And um, so it's no, because uh, I keep thinking that they, but they don't, they don't own Focus Home. Focus Home is another company that, owns a bunch of other companies like they actually own dot mu uh so um but yeah i think after destroy all humans that's kind of um it for a little bit right uh until yeah because they don't yeah because fun funcom is owned by somebody else i think yeah Uh, so yeah i but still this is something that I'm sure we will hear more about it uh, as like time goes on because they have to go through the whole you know closing and everything else, and then like they just bought all those uh, Western studios from Square Enix, so it's yeah. like man, they they're just sitting here buying up stuff, and I mean they eventually got Tomb Raider. That'll probably be pretty good. But that's a year or two out at least. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. Um, yeah, well, that that will be a little while before we get that. Uh, I'm sure as well. But uh, moving along from uh, this thing here, the talking about the embracer stuff. Um, oh wow, forgot I had that Saints Row stuff still going. So yeah, well, embrace. I, I, we should have talked about this before I ended it. Uh, they did officially move. Uh, the Kotal remake from Aspire or As for Media to Saber Interactive. So hopefully Saber, who has a better track record uh, in making games, I mean, can. That, that's debatable, but you know, hopefully, <laughs> at least in making you know like original games, not you know Asper's used, you know, Asper Aspire, however you want to say it, is used to like making a lot of games that. Oh, we're only having to like remaster them. Right. Or port them or whatever. Like Saber actually, you know, they made your, your SnowRunner game. Yeah, so, they also made WWE 2K Battlegrounds. 
Yeah, well, you know, mm. they can't win them all. They, yeah, they also made those other two K uh, basketball games, which uh, they were kind of okay. You wanted to like. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to you like. You were fooling and, yourself into liking yeah, them, but yeah. <laughs> and not <laughs> so. Um, speaking of Avalanche Studios, uh, which oh no, they're not they're not part of that Embracer thing. Right? Or they, are might, they? they may be. Who knows? I mean, I thought it was only IDOS, Crystal Dynamics, and uh, Montreal. But I don't know if they're going to try to sell sell these as well. Um, but apparently, according to the uh, co-founder of Liquid Swords, Christopher Sundberg, who worked at Avalanche Studios, um, there was an Iron Man game that was in development for two years, and then it was canceled. Uh, I, I knew about this years ago, actually. This is kind of an open yeah. secret. Uh, cause it wasn't John Vignocchi, but it was another Disney employee who told me about it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was like very much like Just Cause 2 or something like that. And you could like fly around, and he said like the there's like some substance in Marvel games for a little while called ISO Eight. It was like part of like the Facebook game also, but it's like some like alien like power source or something. And like you would collect that in the game to like upgrade your suit. Um, so yeah, he, I think he. I, mean, I don't talk to him anymore either, but he said he saw like a playable build of that game on like his like PS3 or like a PS3 copy of it. Yeah. Which would be cool. I would like to play that. Or, you know. Uh, I mean, it would have been cool to have a, an Iron Man game at that point, but not at the risk of what they're talking about here, where it would have yeah. broken the studio completely because Disney wanted it to come out faster. Right. But, uh, but then it's funny because then they made that, like, I don't know when he said this was actually going to happen, uh, but then, you know, Sega made that Iron Man 2 game. Yeah, and it's like wow, way to go, you know. Yeah, if you want to. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it, this it it's I mean, crazy to hear that this was this was happening at one point, but man, here's the bummer part: they can make that game now and it'd still be good, or you know, yeah, or you know, remake it for PS4, PS5, and you know, Xbox stuff. But that like Iron Man is a very good hero to base a game around. Yeah. Not Superman, you know, or yeah, not Superman, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, Iron it'd Man... be cool if they could make it, but yeah, the fact that now you know you don't really have any of his movies coming out, so well, yeah, but things. also you don't have to tie. Like, if that's the case, don't tie it into the MCU. Just make an Iron Man game, you know. I would hope they wouldn't, but you know, knowing Disney, where they want to tie everything into the MCU, yeah, that's the um, I mean, it's one. Although, like, like, getting away from that just, like, a tad, I think, or not, you know, like, like that Avengers game. Yeah, but that's only because they couldn't. Right, yeah. Yeah, and they couldn't afford the actors. Or, or even Guardians of the Galaxy, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. same thing. Fair enough. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a different time, though, right? Like, this is before... I think they finally got settled, and this is when Disney was making those mistakes with yeah. games still. Um, you know, never forget the Ultimate, you know, Capcom, Ultimate Capcom 3, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, 
all that. That no, no, right, that, right. that was a good one. It was Marvel's Capcom Infinite. That was a bad oh, one. Oh, Infinite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I, they. Do you do you know of a guy named Maximilian Dude? Yes. Uh huh. He said he said recently, like, or he put up a video recently about like the you know with the Marvel's Capcom two one up cabinet, like that's going to be the end of Marvel's Capcom. And it's like, you're the guy saying four years ago or five years ago that, you know, Capcom is going to re- relaunch Marvel's Capcom Infinite. And they're going to add, you know, Doctor Doom and all these X-Men characters and all the other shit. That didn't happen. Like, yeah. why would I believe you now? Like, really? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, he could be right. Uh, I don't know. I, like, Disney playing. I mean, Disney's done a lot of stuff with Capcom. Right. Recently. So it's that's why I also don't question. think like Marvel's Capcom yeah. Marvel's Capcom is dead. Like that's still a a healthy enough relationship, you know. Yeah, so. but I think people would have to really clamor for it. Right. Like, you know, it's not something where Disney's well, gonna be like, Oh, what where's the next Marvel's Capcom coming? you know. Well that's why I think just putting you know, Marvel's Capcom two on current consoles would be good enough. You know, there you go. Or like fixing up the art a little or like doing like a I mean, if they really want to spend the money doing an HD remaster, but yeah. that's that's it, you know, because they have proven that they can't. I mean, I like Marvel's Capcom three quite a bit, but Infinite proved they can't make a current one. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, let's let's keep them away from that. Uh, quite honestly. Uh, so this, I don't think I have anything else uh, Disney here that I know of. Um, so. Talking about sales for a little bit here, uh, we do have the MPD for um, July. Uh, Multiverse, which is actually free to play, but because the Founders Pack costs between forty to a hundred dollars, it's the number one game for July, uh, based on people buying the the Founders Pack. Elden Ring is still number two. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga three and Xenoblade Chronicles three, which. This doesn't include digital sales, and it only counts for two days out of the month, uh, or three, I guess. Uh, it's at number four. That's pretty, pretty good uh, for that series. Uh, very excited to see that. And then uh, Digimon Survive being there at eight. That's uh, pretty good for it as well, considering you know the reviews weren't kind. Even though, to be fair, most of them were because a lot of people didn't get the fact that it's supposed to be a Mostly visual novel with strategy RPG gameplay. Yeah. Uh, that's their fault for not paying attention before you ask to review something. But also, uh, I do think Ben and Namco kind of shorted people on the, uh, on the marketing. They didn't market this game very much and they certainly were not letting any, uh, reviews come out before it was time. So. There's uh, something to be said for that um, as well. I, I, I'm not a proponent for that and never will be. I think you should let people know, you know, what people think about the game uh, beforehand. That's only fair, really. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if uh, looking at like the rest of the stuff, it's mostly the, you know, the pretty much the usual suspects, uh, quite frankly. So don't really need to go uh, much over that, but good to see that those games are all doing well. Uh, speaking of pain, Blizzard says that they will not be making Diablo 4 pay to win. Uh, 
I mean, also at that point, it would fall under Microsoft, which Saudi Arabia became the first um, group to okay the merger or the acquisition. So uh, you would think that the rest of them are going to follow suit here, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, they're saying that it's not going to be pay to win. I'm sure there will be microtransactions, but well, you believe them on this. The <laughs> guy claims that it's going to be uh, cosmetics for like microtransactions, yeah. but like wing, like wings or like armor sets or something. I I believe him in that respect, but I'm pretty sure this game's also going to have an auction house. <laughs> we'll see. They didn't do that well with the auction house and Diablo three. So. Yeah, but uh, Immortal has one. <laughs> Yeah, but Immortal's different, I think, in that they're wanting you to make transactions all the time in that game. So, yeah, um, people are mostly, I think, worried about it as well because of the new season mode. It's going to require you to have a new character every season. Um, are I mean, gonna wanna, yeah, they, what they should do. I mean, I understand that kind of to a degree. I mean, Diablo three has seasons also, right? But you know, it, it just gets. Yeah, it gets overwhelming at a certain point. Because, I mean, I don't know about you. I like to have, like, one character in a game, and that's it. Yeah, for these games, like you're saying, most people like to have that one character that you spec and just keep making stronger. Uh, yeah, like, Maybe have you have one. that second one or something, but usually yeah, you don't, you have, don't like, have, like, yeah. Six characters, you know, exactly. nine seasons and then nine characters or whatever. Or Yeah, normally you don't have, like, oh... Exactly like you said, like oh, a bunch of characters, and then like, what are you gonna do with all these characters? Yeah. By the way, <laughs> like, well, I um, mean, I don't know about this game, but like Diablo three has like a twelve character limit, I think. <laughs> you know, so yeah, we'll have to see if they how they figure this out. But interesting that this is what they're gonna do. Hopefully, it's not uh, pay to win, like they say it's not gonna be, and they keep it at I, that. Again, I don't think it'll be like to that degree, but I. I think it might have an auction house, and that'll inflame people. Right. And uh, even if it doesn't, you know, we'll see. Or there'll, there'll still be a black market for shit, let's say that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sega is doing a lot of stuff here. Some of it has to do with their Genesis Mini 2. They released all of the games that are going to be um, on it. Uh, they did announce that it's going to have one-tenth the supply of the Genesis Mini because of the ongoing uh, semiconductor shortage. I'm not listing out all these games. It's a lot. No, yeah. Um, I mean, I just put it there, but, like, it's all, like, the shit that, like, you know, not a lot of people care about or, like, that only Genesis nerds will give a shit about, like, Herzog's Y and Rystar and Spider-House 2. Feed and, yeah, Spider-House 2. I mean, it has a bunch yeah. of... Has, about 10 second CD games on it, which is kind of cool. But yeah, uh, two of them are the, the Dolphin. Yeah. Not well, it's not the uh, the Japanese version has a lot better Sega CD games. Yeah, which is uh, you are getting Night Trap, I guess, if you want to go in there. Um, it is including Sewer Shark, which I mentioned they really did need to include in there, and Sonic CD. So, yeah. I mean, the, the the biggest omissions is like Lunar One and Two. Yeah, which came out in America. Like, it's not like you have to, like, retranslate those games. Like, you could find out whoever owns Working Designs, rent, like, corpse, and pay them some money or whatever. But, yeah. But... I mean, yeah, ditch the Ninja Warriors or, you know, Mansion of Hidden Souls, which I never fucking heard of before, and put those games on there. Or one of the Echo games, because you don't need two of them. 
or any yeah, of them. Yeah, really. it would be cool <laughs> if they could include those lunar games for sure. Um, but sadly, I'll, I'll say it: the Sega CD was not good in the first place. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Sonic CD was cool. Like, that's actually one of the better ones. But that's about it. And I say that as yeah. someone who owned a Sega CD, like Super Shark sucked ass. Sucked ass. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It, it's uh, it's good that this is happening. It's good that there's another Sega, uh, you know, Genesis Mini Two, and there'll be some definitely some great games for you to check out on there. Uh, just you know, could have been some I better mean, selections for sure. Because we're gonna talk about this in a second, but they need to make a Dreamcast Mini, and just put like a retro pie in it with like a 32 gigabyte flash card and go, here you go. There are 25 second Dreamcast games. Knock yourself out. Will they do it though? No. Will they do it? That's, that's the thing is I don't think so. That's the problem. Um, that being said, apparently we are going to get a comic zone and space channel five movie from Sega. Like that's cool. I don't think it'll actually happen. Uh, but Comic Zone could be really neat, and so could Space Channel 5. Yeah, I mean, Comic Zone, like, really, they could do, um, a lot with there. Um, it, it always gives me, like, the, was it Mighty Max? Yeah. Vibes as well, uh, from when I was a kid watching that show. Um, so. Com- Comic Zone was yeah. like a tad older, but I know, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, it could be really cool what they could do with it. Um, it has its own world, so, you know. I mean, also, Comic Zone is, it, it's one game, it has, like, barely an idea, or, like, you know, guy gets, yeah. you know, sucked into his comic. So you can do whatever, as long as you still have that idea. So, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's basically, I, like, Beautiful Joe. That, too. Um... It could. I just hope that they actually like you know try to. I don't know how they could do the aesthetic with the having the comic book and everything, but it'd be cool if they could do it. Um, cell shading or like rotoscoping, yeah. like that. Uh, standard darkly, uh, movie. I, but I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't do that. I just have it be all like all live action. Oh no, I agree. They did some of that like in Miss Marvel where they had like some kind of like comic book effects or right uh, whatever in there. Uh, Space Channel 5, interesting as well. Like, they definitely could make that, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to see what they would do with that. Like, I mean, I forget, you know? I mean, there, I forget who I, there was some dancer I liked, but she would have been like a good ooh la la. Like, the, the casting of ooh la la is like the, the most important part of that thing. Yeah. Um, and then having like that kind of that funky aesthetic and like that type of music, but I could work. I mean, they they have Sega at this point has a better track record of fucking movies than Nintendo does. So <laughs> that's true. I mean, yeah the the game is uh, something else for sure. How they're gonna translate it into a a movie? I mean, you know, it it's. I actually don't think that's a problem. Like, just to yeah. have aliens invade the space station and, you know, you're kind of just, dan- like, the Ulaz is kind of dancing around and shooting them and re- like rescuing people. Right. Like, I mean, the the game itself is already, like, a glorified movie. So That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I've always like liked the Space Channel Five games, so I'll be down for a movie. Like you said, though, it all depends on uh, who you cast as Ulala, and then it goes from there, kind of. Um, yeah, it's, I just want again, like what their concept is going to be with this. It's going to be interesting. Can they actually do this? But no, that's the thing is with Sonic, you kind of have like an idea. Sonic obviously has a bit more of a story because he's had comics and everything else and, and TV and, you know, cartoon shows, but like you're taking something that doesn't have much of a story and then having to create your own. Let's see what they can, can do with this. Uh, whereas Sony is going the other route where you have this full fledged game with days gone. They don't want to do a days gone two game yeah which is funny but then we're doing a days gone movie um and apparently the devs don't like the idea of who they could cast as the main characters <laughs> unknown british guy or we you know what else yeah, i don't what know what was uh what's his name charlie uh hunting too busy <laughs> i guess so he was um i mean that'd be cool if they could get him but I don't think they will. <laughs> I think he is. I think he is done with biker shit for the time, yeah. the time being. Um, you know. So, like, do you think that this could be a good newbie though? Like the, the uh, as somebody days, that played the game and the Days Gone thing. I mean, yeah, maybe. But I, it's it's funny to say this. Days Gone has a less has a more shallow premise in Comic Zone. <laughs> <laughs> and bear I mean, in mind, it's a zombie movie. It's a, you know, bear in mind, Comic Zone has a premise of like a paragraph. You know, at the right. start, that's about it. You know, this Days Gone is just so generic of you know biker. I mean, they're basically like easy rider with bikers, and it's like, oh god. <laughs> I mean, they, but they, they can they can make a movie out of that though. Like, you know, um, I. I, I could totally see them ripping the the scene, the marriage scene for the movie as well, just because they think it would be a great laugh or something. But, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not one that's like played much of the game to be able to comment, but you know, it. I right now, uh, I watched Uncharted. I thought it was actually pretty good. I didn't, you know, uh, it helps a lot that you have two really great actors as well uh playing had, the two main roles so had, i mean who's the other one besides uh tom holland i uh, like i'm a big fan of mark Wahlberg, so that's me but uh, you know when he tries he can be fine but he plays like that type of character 90 percent of the time so yeah it is true but, uh you know the more interesting one perhaps is gravity rush which is a series that like sony has kind of just basically abandoned uh, because apparently it doesn't sell well enough and then you're going to make a movie. So, yeah. I mean, what do you... I mean, I, yeah. I don't remember enough of Gravity Rush's... I, I just know, like, she can fly around. <laughs> That's kind of about it. Right. Um, so, uh, I it could be cool, but I, again, I just don't really know. Yeah, I mean, it was a game that that people really, uh, you know, enjoyed. 
and it's not enough to keep going. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough to keep going, and then um, that's the thing is, unfortunately, uh, yeah. I mean, she does fly around. She had there. There's the unique like enemies and everything, which would make a like for a good movie as well. Um, yeah, I I want to see what they would do with it, but. Like right now, as long as, you know, if Sony's doing it themselves and they're bringing respect to the property, then that's all that kind of matters, I guess. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it's 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 kind of like crazy to see like Sony's just going all in on this with um, between making shows and movies. You know, they they showed a little bit of the Last of Us show for HBO like last week. Um, and then you have like them taking all these games to PC. So, and Sony is really going the multimedia route now of just going to everything. So it's actually kind of interesting to see Sony just taking this avenue. Also that, uh, yeah. Twisted Metal game. Uh, the Twisted Metal, the show. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, movie, yeah. Show. Sorry. That one. I don't, that one's just going to be, I don't know. <laughs> like. They're trying to make it a comedy, and okay, well, we'll see, I guess. Um, you know, right now, like who they have uh, directing it is uh, it's interesting as well. So, yeah, we'll um, we'll see as time gets gets closer for both of these if they announce anything and if if these rumors are actually wind up happening for sure. Uh, the PSVR two is also rumored to come out. Uh, early next year now. Um, Sony themselves announced it on their Instagram. Uh, what do you think? I mean, uh, you know, I barely paid attention. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, until they show I, gameplay, until they show actual tech specs, until they show price. Well, until, yeah, the price is what's going to matter. Until they show the price, none of this matters because if it's $500, I think that's going to, really lower the expectations for people in wanting to buy it. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, cause if you're going to say it's going to cost the same as the console, man, that's I mean, steep. Yeah. yeah. Well, the MSRP of the console at least, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, but you have to have the console. So let's say right. you have this come out, you're still going to have a lot of people that don't have the console. Yeah. So you have that issue and then it's like, oh, yeah, it's here. Here's this, you know, so. I mean, I understand why they want to get it out as early as they do. But solving the supply issue of the PS5 itself seems more important. Right. Like, I don't know about you. I have yet to see a PS5 on a store shelf. New. They've been getting it out more. I haven't seen it either. See, they they have said like, so, oh, you know, GameStop will have them, or you know, just you know, or sign up for Sony's website or that like that their Q system or whatever. But I'm talking like you go into a Walmart, you go into a Best Buy, and just seeing like two or three of them for sale, and they still don't they don't still don't have that. Now Microsoft, like, they aren't as bad. Like I've certainly seen a ton of uh, Series S's and occasional series X's for sale, but I'm talking like I've never seen a PS5 for sale in yeah. either form. And 
I would say that's more important getting the fucking system out than, you know, pushing out this thing, which is probably not going to do well. <laughs> or, you know, probably uh, not going to do well for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's just there aren't that many PS5s out there. And I think a lot of people were, I think some people were pretty burned on the PS, the first one, like you and I were. Right. And even if. Uh, the the like, fact that this still has a cord, even though it's only one and not like five. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it has to because, yeah. you know, they are offloading a bunch of shit to the PS5. That doesn't right. bother me at all, really. But it's just like, I, I, I just don't trust Sony or I just don't trust them as like a VR company. Yeah, to like make those experiences that you're gonna want to have with with the actual VR, and then like, also sure. like, uh, well, you have the problem where a lot of the game, some of the games make you uh, like nauseated, right? So yeah, like Borderlands VR two, or Borderlands two VR did that for sure. Yeah, uh, and I think like one of the game did that. Uh, I grant. I mean, it's not like it wasn't the PS VR's fault specifically, but when they just try to like make a VR mode for a console game. That usually doesn't go well. <laughs> right. Right. Cat is uh, going crazy here. Sorry. Um, yeah. But hey, if they want to go ahead, but I think they need, I think personally, they need at least another year of getting the PS5 out onto shelves into people's hands. I mean, I was at a used game store or used store yesterday. They had two PS5s for sale. Like one just came in as I was right. like, checking out. The other one they had was already sold. For six fifty, mm. used, like <laughs> yeah. Well, it's how much people want them right now. Yeah. yeah, and it's because yeah, because they aren't on store shelves. So you know, yeah, because people probably think, oh well, how much damage could they have really done to this PS Five? It's only, it can only be like less than two years old. Yeah. Um, so you know, why not? pay a little bit extra for something that they have to guarantee or whatever anyway right. um so i don't i don't blame that birth for paying the 650 yeah like it uh, didn't even come like no box or anything it came like shrink wrap and that was it oh <laughs> wow like, not even the box okay right. yeah but it's um, like yeah it's because there's such a demand for it like right still. exactly so well i mean who knows maybe they by the time this is going to come out. They will have gotten more stock in there. Uh, you know, you still got the holiday season to come as well. So you have that. Yeah, um, I don't really hope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I'm going to be, like, getting it day one or whatever. They Again, I think for me, they still have to prove the whole, okay, you had 5 million people buy the first one, and there still wasn't, like, this bucket load of games for it. Um, I mean, I, I think also it's just it's something you have to get yourself used to, like wanting to have that experience over and over in VR as well. Like, you know, well, I think I saw uh, what was it? You know, Astros and Moss were the big and Beat Saber, I guess, to an extent. Yeah. But those are the big PSVR games. But like the VR2, they were like, oh, you can use this as a, uh, you know, like a headset or like a monitor for like your regular games. And right. it's like, you can do that with every headset first of all and then second of all look you're not going to play elden ring you know a hundred hour game wearing this fucking helmet you know yeah no <laughs> that's really the big uh, problem to me personally is like i find it uncomfortable to wear yeah i mean i i didn't have a problem with the the comfort um well not not, yeah. not comfort it's just i get like 
hot wearing it, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, that's just normal. So and it just like, starts sweating. So it's like, yeah, this is not. I mean, this thing should come with a built a built-in air filter, air fan rather. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, uh, for sure. So, um, we'll we'll have to see when that actually comes out. So pretty quickly here, because uh, we kind of ran long. Um, we with, had a lot uh, to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we did. Have, we did have a lot to talk about. Tiger Woods is gonna be on the PGA Tour 2K23, uh, which EA also has their own PGA Tour game. So um, that's gonna be interesting. I mean, obviously Tiger Woods was taken off because of the the scandal that he went through. Um, and then you wouldn't expect that EA would, uh, you know, go ahead and, and grab him again. So interesting here's, that, yeah. Here's the question is, do you think, do you think it matters? Like, do you think people uh, will see him and buy that game? I think there will be people that see yeah. him and buy the game. Yeah. I do think it matters. Uh, in, uh, I mean, in a sport that, you know, it's individual and you don't have that many like golfers that like you mention their name and you know who they yeah. are. Anymore. As a like, scandal ridden uh, as Tiger Woods is or as far as he's fallen, he's still like the most recognizable golfer. Yeah. I mean, look, he, how big of a deal was it that he came back to the Masters or whatever um, when he did and then. Like that's all people could talk about that week that he was he was golfing again. So, yeah. I mean, all these other guys are the ones that win, and nobody talks about them past the the one time that you know you have the trophy presentation. And that's it. I mean, uh, so you know, I, this is not a. I'm sure golf is low on on 2K or EA's list of sports games that they they're really banking on, but right. I think this definitely does help uh, 2K to be able to get Tiger on the cover for sure. I mean, he will sell uh, copies just because Tiger Woods is on it. Uh, Project Cars 1 and 2 is being pulled from sale due to uh, licensed music and also, um, you know, cars licensing. Yep. Um, so, yep. Uh, it sucks, but I, I, I give him credit for giving people fair warning or, you know, yeah. notice. Definitely, it's not like oh, it's 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 already gone, you know. And uh, because it's on there right now, uh, Death Stranding is on PC Game Pass. Uh, I am not okay with the notion that people are. Look, I've never played Death Stranding. I can't give a comment on it. I know you were not the biggest fan of it. Uh, I'm I'm actually playing it now. So okay, you're playing it. But you know, you do have the the P, you have the director's cut, don't you? Or yeah. Okay, well that makes the game uh, easier once you get certain things. That version, it's not the one that's on Game Pass. You get the regular version. Um. So and then also, I guess because it's coming to Game pa you know, PC Game Pass for the first time, you might get the part where people are helping you get through things that you wouldn't get if you tried to play the regular version now because that's, that's mostly gone for people not playing it. But um, I, I'm not okay with people just deciding that all of a sudden this game sucks because it came to Game Pass late or, uh, oh, well, it's a two-year-old game. Who cares? Like, listen, Sony doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it came to PC Game Pass. 505 Games is the one that does 
the publishing for that, very much like MLB does the publishing for MLB The Show. Uh, this is not a thing to console war over. It's a great game. It won many Game of the Year awards. Like, it's cool that it's on Game Pass. Like, I don't know that I'm going to give it a try because I can't run on my computer. Uh, if it ever shows up on where you can play it on, as part of the cloud or whatever, then I'll try it there maybe. But, like, listen, it's just sometimes people just have to find the stupid thing to fight over, and it's not necessary. So, See, I, um, I could I could buy yeah. their argument more to an extent if it was only on PC Game Pass. If, like, that was the only way you could play it on PC is through Game Pass, then, yeah, people should be pissed. But the game's on Steam, yeah. you know, like... Or it's a, it might be an Epic too, but who cares? But I mean, it's on Steam. Like you can play, you can play for the past year on Steam. Yeah. Like, uh, so, I guess dumb, and yeah, like if you don't like it, like they're not forcing you to buy it or play it. Like, yeah, like no, it's just it's the Sony people saying, "Oh, well, you got a two-year-old game. Who cares?" And then the or saying that the game sucks. Because now uh, you can play it on PC Game Pass, and it's like, really? Does it? Or are you just needing to have something to fight over? It's stupid. Um, anything you want to say about the games you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Death Stranding, actually, like we just said. Like okay. Just said. Uh, me and Yen are playing Bloodborne. Okay. I think uh, you did talk about that. Yeah, I mentioned that. Week. We only played like an hour or two before, like two weeks ago. Uh, I don't think I like it. Or I don't think I like it as much as he does. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, I discovered, I looked it up, there's some, like, exploited dungeon in the game uh, that someone, like, hacked together. So, like, he's been playing the game for 200 hours off, like, different characters and stuff like that. My yeah. character is more advanced than his. <laughs> wow. Like, higher level, you know? Yeah. Which is, which is like, really funny. Uh because, like, this dungeon, you just walk in, and an enemy gets killed, like, off-screen. Or it's, like, gets killed by traps or something. And you get 80,000 experience points. And you just reset it, do it again. You know, just keep resetting it and doing it again over and over for, like... It takes, like, 20 seconds or 30 seconds. Yeah. So, I went from, like, level, like, 60 to, like, level 290. Like, you know, an afternoon. <laughs> right. Uh, I See, the reason I don't like it is it, it's very much a... Like Mario Brothers One to like Mario Brothers Three or Mario World, I compare it to like Elden Ring, which I think Elden Ring is just like the best designed for that type of game, like open world, uh, exploring stuff like that. I find Bloodborne incredibly linear to like almost a detriment. And oh, I mean that's the thing. Like you're playing it after you played. Like what? everybody tells me, if there's one. Dark Souls game that might get you into the Dark Souls, it's play Bloodborne. Here's the thing, though, yeah, is like, even compared to Demon Souls, the remake, and I even asked Yenzis because we played the remake together, and I, I enjoyed that, because I was like, how much is this remake like the original Demon Souls? And he was like, well, except for, like, visuals, it's, like, 95%, or, you know, almost exactly the same. And right. I prefer Demon Souls, because even that's, like, non-linear, like, you have a hub world that you can go and explore different areas, like, different, you know, yeah. basically biomes. And Bloodborne doesn't really have that. It has a hub area, but, like, the linear path, you know, through each area is just, you only have, like, two, two ways to go, really. Yeah. So, uh, oh, what was the other thing? Uh, I'm so bored by Thymysia. 
And uh, two other things. I bought, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really have to finish that review, but dear God, it's destroying my soul. Um, I bought Front Mission 3, and I haven't played okay. it yet. But I know it's good, or I've heard good things about it. Right. And I did Final Placement LSD. <laughs> What's LSD? I'm sorry. That $700 game I bought. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Any thoughts yeah, the, on that? The Dream Emulator. Oh, uh, that game, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's the weird thing, is it is like the original walking sim. Oh, okay. Just not good at all. Like, the way you control your character is terrible. Like, your turning radius, uh, you're, like, strafing, kind of. It's, yeah. it's all bad. <laughs> uh, but, like, I mean, I kind of chalk it up to, like, it's what they had to work with, really, you know? Like, right. Um, so, like, the first area I hit was, like, Monument Valley, where I, I entered this, like, park, and they were, like, the Empire State Building, the Sphinx, the Eiffel Tower, Big Ben, and, like, one or two other, like, monuments, essentially. Uh, I left that, the dream ended, and then a weird... FMV with sumo wrestlers happened, and uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> like the other three, other dreams are kind of boring, but there's no, there. I mean, I think there is an eventual point, or you can like get to like the quote unquote end, but it is like very non-linear and you know, atmospheric or just kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's all right. I assume you've completed uh, Xenoblade yet, finally? <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, I'm like uh, 90 hours in now. Uh, the thing is, like the, the side quests are so good that I keep wanting to do all those. I've finally gotten to that part in Chapter 5 where you're infiltrating the Agnes Castle, which is where stuff starts to pick up, and, and there's the big, like, moment i think in the game that everybody's been like hinting at on online so i'm getting to that point where it's like oh here's where the story's gonna start like really gonna hit you with that that hammer um so i'm kind of waiting for that and then uh yeah i only got two chapters left but because you know you're getting heroes all the way through like I want to get all the heroes, um, and then I I want to get there. You have to max out um, with the care each care each hero. One of the norm, main characters they get that hero's uh, class. So yeah. in order to get that the hero's like upgrade quest or what they call ascension quest, which is like a little side story with them, you have to upgrade that class uh, to level ten. Which normally doesn't take that long, but once you, if you do a lot of the side quests, that's one of the problems. Of the, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a problem. It's like the side quests are so good that you do them that the main story doesn't level up with your characters. Right. So yeah. you're like, I'm, I'm like almost 20 levels above the, the bosses in the area that I'm in for the story. Because I've done all the basically almost all the side quests up until that point, so yeah, it's not. Um, it's that's the only part that kind of sucks. Is like you get to the story part and it's like, 
oh well this stuff's a piece of cake because I'm I'm not gonna die because I'm gonna kill these uh not like super fast or whatever, but it um you know, I'm still gonna kill them relatively easily. Uh they right. do have a difficulty setting which I'm thinking about whether I'm gonna like put it on hard mode or not, uh, because of that. But no, I'm I'm still having fun with the game. I'm still enjoying it. It's just I'm enjoying it so much it's making me want to be in that world and I'm not like pulling i'm not just pushing through to get to the end of the story because the, the side steps uh so good too so yeah well uh yeah that's the only game i've really been playing so it's just i don't want to go over the same things over and over but it's still enjoyable and i still think people should go check it out if you haven't um that being said i think for we we talked about already saints row is out there if you want to buy it if I would suggest not to or wait for a sale. Um, I'm, it's it's yeah. pretty bad when it's like on par in some mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, and then of course you got Madden as well that's out there. I'm sure that will, the set, when we get to the sales for August, that will be ridiculous. Um, I'm still going to check out that Midnight Fight Express at some point. I've been waiting for that game to come out. So. Uh, there's that. There's also the uh, I was a teenage exochronologist that's out. It's a, a card game based RPG that comes out in a couple of days. Soul Hackers 2 also comes out. Oh. Which that yeah, yeah. The the fun story about that about the collector's edition of that. Oh really? And they sent an email like a few days ago saying, yeah, the collector's edition is delayed to like mid September. Yeah, like they're only gonna have the game come out right. And it's like, does, how does that, like, are you taking the, like, they said, like, we'll get the collector's edition excluding the game in September, but yeah, I got the game, like, this week, and it's like, didn't, wouldn't the game come in the collector's edition? Like, are you opening those well, up? Well, uh, apparently and, they're going to let you have the game so you can play it, and then you'll get your collector's edition stuff later. Yeah, but to, like, make the collector's edition complete, you have to, like, open it up and then put the game in it. I didn't want to like. Uh, oh, I I want to keep that thing sealed. That was my problem or my yeah. Uh, that really ticks me off. Like what they should have done is said, "You'll get the game. It'll be in the collector's edition, but as recompense or as you know, our apology, we'll send you like a digital code of the game." Yeah, well, I could see that, but obviously, you know, they're the ones spending money on it. So yeah, well, it's um, only two hundred dollars special edition. I mean, that's no biggie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just give you sixty more dollars on top of that for the game or whatever. Um, that Pac-Man World Repack also comes out the same day. Uh, so that looks sort of interesting. So I never played the, what's the PS1, uh, version. So, uh, by the time we, uh, record again, uh, when we're recording, when you're hearing this, it will already be, uh, the last day of August. Uh, so you'll have, a bunch of games that will have come out by then. Uh, the Commandos 3 HD Remaster, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, which could be interesting. I know Jens is probably uh, interested in that. Dust Diver 2, the, uh, an action RPG. Um, Inscription is getting its console release, which I love that game on PC, so I might pick it up on, on PlayStation as well. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Calabon Collection. Also comes out that day, and then Tinykin also, which is like a Pikmin sort of game, is coming to Game Pass. That comes out that day as well. So, and a lot of stuff coming out at the end of the month. And then also, if you're into Fantasy Star, 
the Fantasy Star 2 online and the expansion come to PlayStation finally um, as well. So there's yeah. that. Uh, a lot of stuff coming at the end of August here, all smashed together. So uh, choose your whatever you want there. Uh, so, yeah, until next week, everyone, we will see y'all later. Later. Uh, please.